Hello, it's Mark Morton and uh, a podcast today, just looking at the world of associated companies. We've been told, <laughs> we've been told over the autumn a number of things about corporation tax. We've been told that 25% rules weren't proceeding. Now we've had it confirmed they are proceeding. And a lot of that legislation would would have put in place a year ago. So we know a lot of the detail. Uh, I'll maybe come back to one of the issues with this that we've had confirmed more recently. So we make the presumption that all of those rules will go ahead as already legislated. And of course, having a 25% rate also brings back in to world um, marginal rate, small companies rate, and a number of issues that go with that, including the world, wonderful world of associated companies. And I can remember when I started in the revenue many years ago, it was something that the revenue were often interested in, in the world of SMEs. Um, certainly my career, I've not found a great deal of issue over the years with one company controlling another. Um, certainly, I think in the world of SMEs, it's usually fairly obvious that a company is a 100% subsidiary of another company or 75 or whatever it may be. And so, so in that sense, fairly straightforward. I think the the area where I spent a lot of time over the years is looking at where person or person's commonality of control um, starts to bring into uh, play associated companies. And of course, part of this may bring back into play lots of old concepts such as irreducible groups, i.e. minimum controlling combinations of shareholders. I can remember many years ago looking at a case, and I, I seem to remember there were three companies involved with some commonality of shareholder, but different classes of share. And I can remember sat with a little uh, piece of A4, scribbling down combinations based on votes, shares, rights, and a winding up. And of course, if any one of those combinations matched in one of the other companies, that made them associated companies. Leaving aside, of course, uh, control by loan creditors, uh, control in the context of trusts and trustees, you also bring back into play the concept of attribution. So looking at um, husbands, wives, civil partners, parents, remote forebear, children, remote issue, brothers and sisters. And of course, attributing their rights to me and vice versa extending the breadth of control massively. And of course, it gives you that basic situation that if I have a company and my wife has a company, they are associated companies by default because I am attributed here her rights, she's attributed mine, therefore we indirectly control each other's companies. Now, of course, um, for those who are old enough, there used to be a let out from that many years ago, i.e. not to pursue the attribution point where the where there were particular tests that were met, and that was under a concession called C9, if anybody's old enough to remember that. What we had towards the end of the last instalment of associated companies, so sort of 2010 time, was that concession being placed, replaced by legislation and replacing it with the concept of substantial commercial interdependence, i.e. you pursue attribution, or I suppose to read it the other way around, commercial independence, i.e. no attribution, which can change this scenario tremendously. And what has been published within the last week or so uh, is the statutory instrument um, which brings back in that rule. Now, interestingly, all that has happened is that statutory instrument says, read the rules in the employment allowance uh, rules. Um, And and what they've done is look at uh, organisational, financial, commercial independence, interdependence, sharing staff, sharing offices, etc. 
the problem with these rules is that they were introduced so late in the day under the last set of um, sort of CT associated company rules, we have no case law to interpret what that may or may not mean. And one of the other issues is the word substantial is not defined. We know in the context of, I'll call it ER, over the years, the revenue have said 20% is substantial. So the difficulty with this is we know what an associated company is. What we don't have any great idea of is how you you know, what you would need to do in reality to prove that they're not associated companies if we're talking about the attribution point. But again, you you bring in lots of other concepts. So um, pure holding companies may be ignored, subject to a number of detailed con- uh, uh, conditions from being associated. You bring up back in the context, uh, concept of close investment companies, which pay corporation tax at the full rate under certain circumstances, particularly if companies let property to associated companies and or individuals so there's a lot to go out here and um, I could happily do an hour on this and you would be mightily bored but uh, we will be covering this in more detail in the spring courses uh, both online but of course face-to-face so if you've not signed up yet sign up for your face-to-face courses for next year it'd be lovely to see some of you and uh, we can discuss this in lovely detail